Oh, oh my god, god we're, we're back, back again. again. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, we are back. This is Stephanie. And this is Taylor. I called myself Stephanie even though I told people not to do that, huh? <laughs> that's okay. Call her Steph, that's what it is, yo. Steph Bloom. Steph Bloom and Taylor Brown here. And I am exhausted. I've been doing jury duty this week. Well, Blech. not actual jury duty, but being like selected. Like I feel like I'm on like the bachelor. Like, pick me! Pick me! Oh, you know? That's tough, yeah. I know. That's so, exhausting though. It is. And I had to drive downtown. I never drive downtown. Scary stuff. Yeah, very scary. A lot of anxiety. But, you know, it was all good. And I, I didn't end up getting picked. Just like cheerleading and palms. Just like team. everything in my life. Oh, yeah. Pick me. Choose me. Love me. Love me and only me. <laughs> yes. It's not too much to ask for, right? <laughs> no, So you did that yesterday? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. What did you do? Uh, well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, yesterday... I um, was talking with one of my friends, and she told me that there's this fake Tom Green account. If you don't know who Tom Green is, just I, do some research because you're missing out. <laughs> um, have you ever seen Freddie Got Fingered? No. Oh, so good. Really? He plays a piano with, like, sausages on, like, a pulley thing, and he sings a song, and it's like, Daddy, would you like some sausage? It's honestly amazing. Anyways, so I'm talking to this Tom Green account. And it says real Tom Green underscore. Okay, go find him. If you add him or if you follow him or like any of his posts, he messages you. Pretends to be the real Tom Green. Um, <laughs> what if he like is the real Tom Green? That's what I was saying to my friend too. I was like, what if he like, but there's no way. So like the first thing he comes out with is like, hey, thanks for liking, blah, blah, blah. If it were not for a wonderful fan like you, I wouldn't be on top today. Have you been well entertained by me over the years? And I'm like, oh my God, is this really you, Tom Green? He's like, oh yes, dear. Um, so then he's just messaging me back and forth. He's trying to get me to download this app to talk to him. Um, but I'm pretending to like go, I, I pretend to think it's really him. Yeah. Because, listen, in junior high, I, I would go in, like, the AIM chat rooms, right? Oh, God. <laughs> and I would pretend to be Mary-Kate Olsen. <gasps> I know. <laughs> so I'm, like, a 12-year-old girl pretending to be Mary-Kate Olsen. And I got, like, one or two people really good with it. And, like, I had to research Mary-Kate Olsen's life and, like, really go along with it. So that's what this person did to me until... I told him I had a crush on him. He's like, oh, dear. And, like, with a heart eye emoji, he's like, I think I have a crush on you, too. Are you married? But then listen to how he, like, ended it. Okay. I have a scheduled meeting with my man management crew over some forgery, mutilation, and breach of agreement on the deal I signed with Coca-Cola Promo Company some years ago. I'm preparing to catch up with the scheduled time and venue. They attempted to steal my Coca-Cola deal's benefits worth $26 million by erasing my names from the Coca-Cola deal's documents. I will talk to you when I'm done with this crucial meeting, hopefully later today or tomorrow. And he was like, like I, I can't wait to talk to you again, blah, 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 blah. But I think he's like ghosting me. <laughs> oh my God, you got ghosted by fake Tom Green? <laughs> yes. Oh. This is probably the worst of my ghosting experiences. It really hurts. <laughs> really sad about it but yeah so that's that's what i did yesterday and as you can see as i'm scrolling through my phone there's we, a lot i know this that's is what i do that's a legitimate conversation that my i was telling one of my friends stephanie hey stephanie i was telling her about this and she's like stephanie like that's a cry for loneliness like are you good I'm like, no i'm very lonely clearly <laughs> <laughs> so this is what i do in my story time 
Ooh, future episode. Can we do a Steph Bachelorette? No, that sounds terrible. No I take guys it back. I take would want to do that. <laughs> no guys would participate. They see my picture, they're like, no. No, you're gorgeous. You're just gorgeous. That's what my mom says. Thanks. <laughs> no, but you know, like, we're working on loving ourselves. But it's just so hard. It is hard. It's yeah, we just hard. had a whole episode on this, and I'm like, I know. Ripping out myself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't listen to it, go listen to episode two. You can- totally can sit with us. Yes, thank you all for the feedback on that one, too. Um, a lot of people reached out, and they're like, that body dysmorphia that you guys were talking about really resonated. It resonated with a lot of people and like people I wasn't expecting, and they thanked me for talking about it. And yeah, so I was sending you screenshots of all the people that reached out. And yeah, it was it. It felt really good. Yeah, and so I felt really good. Like I got a high from it, and then I kind of went low because I was like, none of my friends reached out to me. I always ask them like, did oh. you listen to the podcast? Taylor's friends, what the f? Yeah, what the f, guys? Also, <laughs> why are we censoring ourselves? What the fuck? What the fucking fuck? No, wait. Should we censor ourselves? Um, Ooh, too late. Too, yeah. We've crossed that Let's bridge. just be ourselves. Let's be ourselves. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, do you want to talk about the Tokyo thing? Sure. So, I started rereading. This is something else I did yesterday. Um, Aziz Ansari's book called Modern Romance. And it's an in-depth study. Like, it's got his comedy in it, which is, makes it for an easier read. But he also did like a lot of research into this book and it's really impressive. Um, but one of my favorite parts that I haven't reached yet, but I think about this all the time. So like later on in the book, they're doing the studies of modern dating in different um, cities and different places around the world. Like obviously the United States is fucked. We'll talk about that in our next step. Oh, is it our God. next one? It is coming. It's coming. Yeah. Regardless, there's a whole study on Tokyo and they talk about like the Tokyo men and then they get into and how like the men are shy, whatever. Then they get into these sex rooms. Like they have these whole rooms designed for these people to go have sex. I mean, what else would you yeah. define a sex room as? But they're like, <laughs> they're themed like movies. So there's one I was reading about that he talked about. Um, it's themed like Jurassic Park. So, like, you're having sex and there's, like, dinosaurs around you. I was like, take me to Tokyo. <laughs> Let's go to Pound Town. <laughs> around dinosaurs. Ooh, show me your fossil. <laughs> That's the biggest fossil I've ever seen. <laughs> A little dusty, but, uh... <laughs> Holy crap. That's funny. But can you imagine, <gasps> like... Fucking under a T-Rex. No, I can't imagine. Well, they can't reach you either. They wouldn't be able to, like, touch their you arms. because they're arms. So small. And we will get into that because that makes absolutely no sense. In today's episode. <laughs> oh, we've been really, really excited all week planning this episode. Um, yeah. I did a lot of planning at jury duty. It was a great uh, time to feel like I was in detention. It was awesome. <laughs> but, like, stu- not studying, like physics or algebra you're studying something that you want to study so this is so much fun for us yes this is a blast and we do want to kind of put a disclaimer out there like we're coming from today's episode of like conspiracy theories and things like that um we're trying to put ourselves into the mind of Of the theorist of the theorist you know yeah we're uh, some of these are just absurd absurd like and if you do believe in these, um, and we're not saying that we do or we don't, 
Um, yeah. Because we don't really know what's real. I've, I mean, everything's like a lie. Who does? And wait till we present this information to you. You guys are going to be questioning everything like <laughs> we are. We just had like a three-hour conversation and we're like, man, are dinosaurs real? Yeah. Were dinosaurs real? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know because I don't... I. Okay. So our first one, yeah, dinosaurs, did they ever really exist? We're going to say for today's conspiracy theory, no. Right. They're false. They, it's a convenient evolutionist myth. And, like, we already know that dinosaurs look like animals that we, like, that we already know, like giraffes and elephants and, like, rhinos and stuff. Um, so I, there's, like, correlations between the two. But no, apparently, sorry, I have like word vomit right now. <clears throat> apparently, there's like no dinosaur discoveries that we know of before the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. All the discoveries and stuff started around the late 1800s to about early 1900s. And once one person got the idea of like archaeology, then everybody was like getting into it because you make so much money exactly. off of it. It's all for profit. Exactly. And like clearly, I mean, look at today, the, di- the belief of dinosaurs, it's out of control there's dinosaurs everywhere right yeah so it started in like 1842 um this is the most interesting part of it for me is this guy sir richard owen he uh worked at the british museum of natural history in their department he um hypothesized about dinosaurs and this whole hypothesis he i think coined it as dinosauria um in 1842 again and he made comments like these fearsomely great, great reptiles that used to roam the earth. But get this. This was like 12, <laughs> 12 years before fossils or dinosaur deposits were ever even found. What? So like, yeah, exactly. So how would he have known about it? You know what I mean? 12 mm. years. Like how does this guy know that there's these giant... Dinosaurs look ridiculous. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're impressive. They're so big. How would he just magically create that in his brain? And now, all of a sudden, dinosaurs are being found. So, like, did somebody make fake dinosaur fossil? I just said dinosaur really <laughs> weird. Dinosaur <laughs> fossils to fuck with him. Um, but then, it, tw- again, 12 years after this, evolution theories started popping up. And there's a whole debate between between creationism versus evolution and creationism is big on the Bible, God created the earth, yada, yada, yada. There couldn't have been dinosaurs. It doesn't say there were dinosaurs in the Bible, like, whatever. Um, so people are thinking that people were planting these dinosaur fossils to further the evidence for evolution. The agenda. Yes, there's an agenda for everything. Um, this is in the heyday of evolutionism. Then, again, so then 12 years later, after he made these claims, Ferdinand Vandeveer Hayden found proof of Owen's theory during an exploration of the Upper Missouri River. What he found were a few unidentified teeth. Um, this uh, scientist, Joseph Leedy, declared them years later um, to be from ancient, ex- an ancient extinct, sorry, words are hard for me today, tracheodon dinosaur, which translate directly direct translates directly to rough tooth dinosaur um these fossils and bones have existed forever but they never came to be discovered until the evolution theory started coming out that's a little fishy yeah and then again um they further this argument by saying that there was no belief of dinosaurs in native american religion or beliefs 
they look pretty good. Don't <laughs> jump up here. Um, and there were no discoveries, again, like you said, prior to the 19th century in any part of the world. Nobody deemed dinosaurs existed. No tribes or settlers discovered dinosaur bones before, and now they're suddenly found all over. Like, these places have been inhabited and explored before. But why all of a sudden are dino deposits being found? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's literally just, like, popping up all over the place. Exactly. Sorry, there was, uh, my cat just jumped up on the table, was making a little bit of noise, and then sat on our equipment. So, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, why are people still finding dinosaur bino- doors? I- God, dyslexia. Ah, uh, why are people still finding dino bones today? The archaeologists keep making fakes. Like, didn't you say that there's, like, casts? Or, or no, the fake ones are planted, and the scientists just keep yes, pretending yes. that they're real when they find them. And there's thousands of bones all over the world, and why aren't they found by common folk? Like, why isn't exactly. it just somebody walking around like, oh, I was hiking, or I was looking for... People go and they, like, mess around and try to find rocks or stones or crystals or minerals or whatever. Why don't they come across... Exactly, or why... In all the gardening that we're doing. Mm, mm-hmm. Why haven't we dug up any dinosaur bones? Why not? It doesn't make any sense. Um, but Wayne Grady, he's a paleontologist dur- journalist. Uh, he wrote the Dinosaur Project. In 1870 and eight to 1880, the period in North America where most un- underhanded shenanigans and history of science were ever conducted yeah it was like the great dinosaur rush that's when they're finding all the bones so like (laughs) the i'm sorry i'm laughing the um there was just like a lot of fishy stuff going on and this was just another addition to like why should we believe this yeah well and david wasney wrote discoveries and excavations seem not to be made by disinterested people such as farmers ranchers hikers outdoor recreationists building construction industry basement excavators pipeline trench diggers and mining industry personnel but rather by people with a vested interest such as paleontologists scientists university professors and museum organization personnel who were intentionally looking for the dino bones, or who've studied dinosaurs previously, finds commonly made during dinosaur, dinosaur bone hunting trips and expeditions by these people to faraway regions already inhabited and explored. This seems highly implausible. Exactly, though. Like, I never thought about this stuff until researching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... <sighs> In terms of, like, the bones that we see in museums, there's claims that all real bones and fossils are kept super safe behind closed doors, like at the museums, wherever they're kept, um, while their plaster models are displayed in museums. So they're all, like, a cast. Like, you go to the Field Museum in Chicago and you see all these dinosaurs. Fake. They're pla- And it says that if you read the little signs. Um, it'll say that it's a cast made from real dinosaur bones. They keep them private because they don't want kids jumping on them or, like, risking because they're so expensive. Like, yeah. they sell for crazy amounts. Um, and only a select few paleontologists are actually able to examine these. So are the dino displays in museums, this is the debate, are they displays of art and science fiction or are they science and factual bones? Um, and then, again, they're finding all these bones all the reconstruction is guesswork. They're putting them together like a puzzle with no... A puzzle has a, 
a mold that it's supposed to fit. Like, these dinosaur bones, they're just fucking guessing. Yeah. So, um, to this day, it's no complete skeleton has ever even been found. So, all the dinosaurs are reconstructions. Um, and the casts... Um, oh, I already talked about that. Only about 2,100 dinosaur bones sets have been found. And 15 incomplete T-Rex um, sets have been found. So... This is another good argument. If thousands of dinosaurs roam the earth on our Pangea con- supercontinent, um, wouldn't we have found a lot more bones by now than just the 2,100? Yeah, exactly. And don't you think that if a T-Rex died where it was, yeah, and some of the bones are there, but then some are like how you said that it's incomplete. Right. Yeah. Like how, where, where, why, why are some of the rib cage going to be like, Millions of miles away. Like, that would make no sense. And if the argument for that is, oh, they they were eroded by the weather. Why weren't all of them eroded? These are millions and millions of years old. Why aren't these bones eroded in the first place? Like, why isn't... I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, like, ordinary people should be tripping over these bones in their gardens. (laughs) So, the bones of giraffes, crocodiles, elephants, iguanas, cattle, kangaroo, ostriches, emus, dolphins... Whales, rhinos, etc., are used to create this new man-made concept, the prehistoric animal called the dinosaur. Dino DNA. <laughs> there it is. I've been waiting to say I'm that. I'm so glad you said it. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the structural dynamic of dinosaurs is very unnatural. Like, the forward-leaning torsos of the T-Rex, and then the tiny little arms that you wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to reach anything. The head is far heavier than its centering balancing tail. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just, huge. Look at Sue. If you go to the Fume Museum and you look at Sue. Oh, bless your heart, Sue, even though you're not real. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> we're really getting into character here, huh? I know. I'm loving it. I'm Method so acting. Good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Hire us. <laughs> um... But there's no effing way. No. <laughs> they they need to, like, they use strings to hold up. The, like, that dinosaur, I mean, obviously it's all bones, but, like, that it wouldn't stand by itself. It's so forward-leaning and so heavy on the front end that it just doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Well, and then it's highly unlikely that beasts like this could ever really exist at all. They're very slow-moving. Exactly. Like, for how big they are and how heavy and, like, the di- just... The their center of gravity would be it's completely crazy. off. They yeah. don't even have, like have a center of gravity. <laughs> off. No, it just like doesn't make sense whatsoever. And even I feel like it's starting to come up now that they're thinking that like dinosaurs were kind of like birds, like they had feathers. That's a more modern approach to evolutionism. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's no authentic feathers that have ever been found with the dino d- fossils. Even though, though a few have exposed hoaxes attempting to fake it. Right. So, like, anybody that's come forward and, like, trying to present that information or false information, it's been debunked. Yeah. By, like, adding feathers and it's just wishful thinking and propaganda and nonsense. (laughs) Fantasia. (laughs) Fantasia. I love that word. Wait. I don't get what that... What's Fantasia? I don't know. Oh. (laughs) It's like, like, um... Magical reality. Mm, like, not got real. you. Have you ever seen the movie Fantasia? Ah, uh, yes. Fantasia. The... Am I saying it? I think you're saying it wrong. Mandela Fantasia. Effect. Fantasia. 
Anastasia. Fan- Fantasia? Fantasia. Is that it? Yeah. I don't think so. Ooh. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Blurb. Blurb. Uh, yeah, it got debunked by more research and finding things such as, like, the skeleton being constructed and five plus other animal bones. Right. And, again, like, they would come forth with these, find people would come forth with these findings and then be, it all get debunked by studies showing that, oh, no, that's not dinosaurs, that's, um, a bunch of different animals you're putting together to, like, make up. I don't know. But, again, why didn't weathering and erosion destroy these imprints and fossils that are allegedly millions of years old? Um, And another argument was if dinosaurs were all wiped out by the comet, why weren't all the other animal species that exist today? Exactly. That makes makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So. Mm, Don't get it. It's just, like, I don't know why, like, trying to prove evolution that's the biggest um argument against dinosaurs being real is it all came out during this big evolutionist renaissance that dinosaurs were real and we evolved and yada 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 so they're trying to do that and fabricating the dinosaur remains like i was just talking about to perpetuate the myth about dinosaurs to further prove evolution yeah and i feel like archaeologists and paleontologists they have like really high paying jobs. Oh, for sure. They get to travel everywhere and then they just get to dig everywhere, you know? Exactly. And then the bones that they are finding sell for a lot of money at the auctions. Like T-Rex bones can be sold for upwards of like $12 million. Yeah. So like, oh, of course they're going to fucking keep planting bones and doing this and lying to us. Yeah. It's just kind of like art. I feel like it's a way of like laundering money maybe. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Like the birds do. Ooh, like the birds. Um, but yeah, so then I guess to wrap it all up, like a big reason that people don't believe in dinosaur bones, a big, I don't know how to put this, but creationism is what I'm getting at. Like yeah. a lot of people believe that God created the earth in six 24-hour, um, six 24-hour days and it doesn't line up with the Bible's teaching or what they've they've learned about or believe in that dinosaurs existed. Because if the Bible doesn't talk about it, it's not real. Right. Right? Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of this stems from. And then furthering into the studies of all the other stuff that we just talked about, like fake bones being found. Why aren't they found together? Why don't common people like us stumble upon any dinosaur bones? Um, just add to their argument, and I think they have a really, really good case against dinosaurs being real, built up. Yeah. So a, a lot of this information we got, um, this documentary on YouTube um, called Dino- Dinosaurs Never Existed. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. And the YouTube channel that I found that on was, it's called Planet Plane. Plane is P-L-A-N-E. Um, like so the if, like a plane. Oh no, that's like a, not a plane. <laughs> I was like a plane, like the flat Earth. But oh. that's the wrong kind of plane. Never mind. <laughs> I think that's the right kind. No, of No, it's P L A I N is like a flatland plane, right? Or, or is that like plane. plain yogurt? Fuck. Okay, so <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, but yeah, so if you're interested, and then all you have to do is like a quick Google search to get any more information that you feel you need. Um, but this is just our one-sided, just so you know that these kind of things are out there and these kind of things are believed by 
significant amount of people. Yeah. And it's, like, people are making this, like, a movement right. kind of thing. Yeah. You know? It's and, a thing. And, again, we're not saying, like, oh, my God, this is, like, my belief and I'm pushing this yeah. agenda on you. No, we're, we literally love conspiracy theories. We find them so interesting. Whether we truly believe in them, like, like aliens. Oh, 100%. Or if it's, like, you know, birds or drones. Which is coming up next. Ooh, but baby, I think we're going to take a little break. I think so too. All right, we'll see you when we come back. And conspiracy theory number two. Number two. So kind of picking up where we left off with the dinosaurs being descendants of birds. (laughs) Uh, We thought this would fit well into this episode. The fact that Wait a second. Birds are government drones used to spy on us? What? Get out of here. No. I know. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Um, so this movement comes from a deep love of birds, <laughs> uh, nature, and all of its organisms, right? Yeah. So at, I'm just hearing about this movement this year. But little do we know that this movement's been something that's been going on since 1977. Ooh. What? I know. So the U.S. government killed 12, they mass (laughs) murdered. This is the largest mass murder in history. The government killed 12 billion birds across the course of 1959 and 1971 without us knowing about it. Mm. So this guy, Alan Welsh Duels. I hope I'm saying that right. He was the the director of the CIA at the time. Can't trust the CIA. No. I I mean, no, we totally can trust the CIA. We love you guys. Hello to my agent. (laughs) Hello to my agent that's watching me through my iPhone camera right now. (laughs) Love you, bro. So uh, 65 billion, he used 65 billion of money that was supposed to be for public health funds towards this forced extinction of the birds. This was all under the Truman administration. Yeah, I know. So there's this growing message in the U.S. government going on, like, you need to keep a closer watch on what's going on because nobody knows. Like, there's so many things being kept um, from us. And the Truman administration after World War II, there were talks of, what if we we killed off all the birds? Because there... (laughs) There were people higher up in the CIA that were sick of the birds pooping on their cars. I mean, I feel them on that one, though. Me because... Too. But they're ooh. still pooping. Uh, I don't want to get into the counter argument. Ooh. ooh. Um, yes, yes. So, <laughs> at essentially, the same time as they're killing the birds off, um, we're releasing drone replicas to surveil people, the citizens of the United States of America, without them knowing about it. Um Essentially, as the real number of birds is going down, <laughs> the fake bird drone population is rising. So it's ascending. Um, and it took multiple engineers to make this happen. Yeah, in the 60s and the 70s, there were the first accounts of the birds aren't real movement. Um, and also, if you want to do some more research, go to birdsaren'treal.com. It's, it's legit. phenomenal. It is so much just truth and wokeness. <laughs> The most wokeness. So woke. But this was a preventative warning to people that this may happen if we don't act now. By 2001, no birds will be left. And this was like the pre-internet era, which was first starting to get real traction with the internet. (laughs) Well, like, okay. So it first started getting real traction with the internet age because you know that anybody can make a website and put out any kind of information and you're going to... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna you're gonna, you know, find out more 
that way. Oh my God. It words. spreads like wildfire on the e- internet. Exactly. And it's a lot harder during the 60s and 70s to have that traction that it has kind of today yeah. because we don't have the devices in our hands <laughs> and we don't have memes popping up with pictures of little pigeons with like spy cameras inside of them. And we're like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because it was able to finally come through with memes used to communicate deeper meanings through like a short and relatable story. Right. What memes are all about. That's how they gained their traction in this era with their little memes. Um, yeah, and lots of people think that it's just a joke because of the memes. Exactly, which it clearly isn't a joke because there are lots of people behind this movement. Um, so then, I mean, there's murmurings too. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part as well, and I'm re- I really hope to execute this with all the confidence that I have in every ounce of my being because this is going to turn you into a believer. Um, a there, truth seeker. A truth seeker. Thank you for the correction. Um, so wake up, rub your eyes, drink some coffee, and listen to this. There's murmurings that the United States government has kept two birds alive, um, and they're being used for modeling purposes just so that the engineers can keep making, um, accurate depictions of these bird drones, you know what I mean? So the birds look legit. Um, and... (laughs) Guess, guess where, so there's two birds that they kept alive, right? Yeah. If you could guess, the the most top secret place where these birds would be safe, where would you place these birds? Like, no one's ever going to find out that these are the only two living birds because it's the most safe, unreachable place in North America. I would have to, oh, in North America? Yeah. Ooh, probably, like, on top of a mountain. No, like, Denver Airport in one of, like, the downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's incorrect. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wrong! (laughs) Straight up wrong, all caps, exclamation marks, and everything. The two real birds, hear me out, are kept in, (sighs) well, the, the last real bird. I don't know what happened to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the last real bird lives on President Donald Trump's head. Oh, Donnie. Donald Trump's head. His hair is so inauthentic because the material of his hair is that which can... <laughs> Excuse me. Is that which can only be traced back to bird feathers. This is the highest place to reach look at the security the cia that you yeah how are you gonna reach you can't get close to that guy (laughs) so that is precisely where the last living bird real bird is kept it's on donald trump's head oh my god that's bananas isn't that awesome that's amazing but have you ever wondered why we don't see baby pigeons I mean, yes, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, there's been research done that they don't leave the nest around, like, until they look like an adult. But is that just propaganda? Exactly. To spread the false rumors because, um, okay, get this. Fox News has even had headlines saying China flies spy drones disguised as birds. Like, it's, it's really happening, though. Yeah, so, like... Like, China is spying on us with bird drones. Regardless of whether all birds are dead and yeah. they're all replaced with drones, there are real drone birds. Yes. From China. Yes. But again, that's coming from Fox News, so... But birds aren't real. Fake so. news. Fake news. Fake news. Hashtag I mean, truth news. news. Truth news. Woke news. <laughs> Woke news. Woo! That's, yeah. Yeah. But, you know... 
Oh, there's also another interesting story. After um, a military and deadly pro protesting in Egypt, authorities got paranoid that they're like of any foreign interference or spies are going on um, in Egypt. And a citizen was hanging out on his balcony and he saw and he captured a stork that he assumed was a spy. And he assumed that it was a spy because it had this technological device on its wing. But it was taken to the police, held overnight, like a bird went to jail. Okay, okay. Bird, <laughs> um, jail. bird jail. Bird law. Oh. Always sunny. Mm, bird law. Okay. Um, but the vet checked it out, and the bird resulted in just having uh, the device as a tracking for migration. But was that vet a hired uh -huh. secret agent coming mm -hmm. in to just say that? Yeah, I mean, totally. You can't trust no bitch. You can't trust no bitch. God. So, I mean, other arguments brought up against this movement to kind of debunk it are, what about the bird eggs? Birds were real, until about 1959, as speculated, um, that's when the viruses started to be spread to birds and it completely knocked them out, right? Yeah. So certain things are kept consistent so that people can believe it. It's authenticity. Um, so the bird eggs aren't actually coming from birds. Um, they're being produced just to hold up the belief that these birds are real so that we don't have any speculations. Um, and then another one is migration. What about the migration of the birds? Well, there's arguments that, okay, so why are these birds so comfortable in their home, in their habitat, and they're just picking up and leaving all the time, <laughs> packing up their suitcases and flying to these high drug um, areas that, yeah. that produce a lot of drugs, right? Why would they do, why would they do that? Yeah. Oh, oh um, drug trafficking by the United States? 100%. <laughs> the CA is totally all over it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, and then... <laughs> oh, my God. The chicken farms. I love this part, too. So, I said the other thing was my favorite, but I think this is my favorite. I, it, it, even tie. Split tie. Um, what about chickens and the chicken farmers? Like, there's a whole chicken farming business. Um, they're government directors. You can't trust chicken farmers. No. In the late 90s to early 1000s, chicken farmers would go missing and turn back up. <laughs> but they weren't the same person. Like, they acted different. They had different mannerisms. They just weren't the same. So there's speculation that the chicken farmers are actually drone-type organisms in and of themselves. Um, and then chickens, obviously drones, cut, cut its fucking head off and it runs around for 10 minutes. Like, That's not real. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's no way. Um, and then, I guess finally, what I want to—the last thing I want to touch on in this movement before you get into yours—is the leader of this movement. I I was unable to locate his name. Um, I didn't come across it in any of my research, but I listened to an interview with him, and he was talking about how he moves cities all the time um and every time that he moves within two to three days two to three business days there's a new nest in his yard so they're watching him like wherever he goes so he's moved 11 times in the past three months 11 times in the past three months do you hear that um because all these drones are just following him around and making nests in his yard he's and he agrees like it's it's very brutal but i think it's necessary and I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think, like, 
after all this and all we've been through, like, what do you think is the ratio of birds to drones? Oh, I don't know. I feel like some believe that zero birds are real. Yeah. Yeah. But this info was never really meant for us to know in the first place. So it's kind of difficult to like get the real numbers. But the the leader believes that uh, this leader of the movement, the guy that moved, uh, he believes that not a single bird in the real or is or is real in the U.S. So there's no more real birds. They're all drones, and the government is spying on us. So wake up! <laughs> we should wake up, sheeple. In the '80s, the movement tried to get their ads on TV, but they all got taken down. So they're trying to recover these you know now they're yeah. trying to spread it through again the memes and they're we were looking at um birds aren't real.com they have the best merch yeah we're so, definitely getting a shirt oh my god regardless it's, of if we believe it or not there's yes. this one shirt we both settle on and we're like yes yeah that is going to be ours give it to me daddy <laughs> i was gonna say yeah, daddy and then i it. stop myself i say it so frequently that like just second nature <laughs> for me to complete that <laughs> Just kidding. I don't say daddy. No, never. Um, but we found uh, some on the social medias. We found birds aren't real on. You found it on Instagram, right? They have lots of different branches of birds aren't real. Um, there's like a birds aren't real Chicago. Birds aren't real. I don't know exactly all the other cities that are involved, but there's a bunch for each city. Um, if you just type in birds aren't real, you'll discover a lot, all of these different branches of it. But then there's the main one, which is birds aren't real on Instagram and Twitter. And then, of course, like you mentioned, their website is birdsaren'treal.com. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you can just take a look, maybe buy some merch, like, rep that merch, you know, rep the movement, spread that woke-ass knowledge. This is really hard to keep going. I know. <laughs> this is really hard. Uh, again, we're not saying that we believe or don't believe these things. It's just, it's nice to just know what information is being spread exactly and especially how there's you know everyone's on the internet especially kids and they're so impressionable exactly and you you can literally put i can make a website out right now and say that like there's no such thing as air and i'm gonna probably get like five people across the globe that oh across the plane that would be like oh yeah no that's totally true i like what you did there thank you yeah we also have to talk about because we were um before I get into, like, the polls I posted on Facebook and Instagram, yeah, I want to um, touch upon, we were marketing, or at least <laughs> I did a lot of marketing, that we were going to do Flat Earth, but upon researching Flat Earth, it's so big, and it's yes. so large, and it's the one of the biggest conspiracy theories today. It's so juicy. It's so good. We It, it needs its own episode, so we yeah. want to do that one the most justice, because there are a lot more people that believe in that, I think, than in what we or a lot more people that know about it at least yeah um, and there's so many like subtopics that you go off of from the flat earth theory exactly. like so the simulation theory to like even like science behind like gravity and things like that oh yeah or, that's a big one the gravity yeah. <laughs> and then like back to creationism yeah. back to like the biblical text and you know the talking firmament. about the four corners the firmament dude the, the dome the fucking dome. straight to the dome straight to the dome with all this knowledge for you oh so um before we have a game to wrap the whole show up but before we get into that i posted thank you to anybody who votes on these polls that we post yes um, it's fun and then it helps us understand like who's following us and who's listening and whatnot so yeah and like what you're liking and maybe what you're not really interacting with and so that way exactly. we can kind of 
I mean, we have our plan, but we also want to gear towards what you guys are interested in and what you yeah. want to hear. We're here yeah. for you. Yes. So the first poll I posted was like, what do you like better, personal stories or <laughs> conspiracy theories? Conspiracy theories won by a landslide. I don't have the exact numbers for that right now because I took all the notes on the polls I did yesterday. So I posted one um, about the dinosaurs. And on Facebook, 93%. Okay, so on Facebook and Instagram, 14 people voted on each poll. So 93% on Facebook think the dinosaurs are real and 7% think that they're fake. Well, on Instagram, it was a 50-50 split. Um, so seven people voted that it was real and seven voted that they're fake. Um, as for birds, I feel like a lot of you are just like fucking around <laughs> because you know that I go around and tell people that birds aren't real. Um, so on Facebook, with the 18 votes, 33% voted for drones. When I looked at the people who voted for the drones, the 33%, it's all who I would have expected to put that. So thank you for staying real and staying true to my cause. <laughs> um, and then 67% of the 18 votes were that birds are real. Um, and it said, birds are real, duh. <laughs> so then on Instagram, we got 12 votes for this. 33% thought birds were real. 67% said that they think birds are fake. So maybe you do think birds are fake and you're not fucking with me and power to you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. But keep voting on the polls. Keep messaging us with feedback. And yeah, it's awesome. And like, you know, you can always like direct message us, like slide in those DMs. Yeah, boy. Send us an email, like whatever you need to do to let us know like what you want to hear. Yeah, please. Yeah. Or just even start a conversation. That's what, again, what we've said this like a thousand times. <laughs> so it's like, we just want to start a conversation. We just want to. Just talk a to people. Lonely cry for help. Yeah, just We're like like us, love us, <laughs> choose us, relentlessly love us. <laughs> um. So. All right. So, if you had to have a superpower, what would it be and why? That's so tricky. Um, but I think okay, I can relate back to yesterday too. So, I would choose to be invisible when I want to be. So yesterday, like, I was in um, Marshall's, and I saw somebody that I, I always go to the same Starbucks, right? And she always talks about the giant unicorn in the backseat of my car, and, like, I know she knows who I am. So I saw her, and I didn't want to have a conversation with anybody. You know when you're in that mood? Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying Every to be day. rude. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to yeah. talk. I don't know. I just get in this mood. So I like had to go a long way around and like make sure I was dodging her just so I could exit I just left the store when I saw her so if I could have been invisible like that would have helped me in those type of situations where like I don't want to talk to you like please don't look at me please don't see me yes so but I I wouldn't use it like in um look how they use the invisibility cloak in Harry Potter you know what I mean like that they use that but I wouldn't use it for like ooh, let's see what so-and-so is saying about me. Let me be invisible and be a fly on the wall. And right. I wouldn't use it because I cannot handle that. No, because if you're if you're snooping, you're going to find some shit. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, Every yeah. time. Every time. Oh, yeah. You're going to find some shit if you're snooping, yeah. <laughs> what would you pick? That's really funny that you said that because I would pick the same thing. Cool. Now, if this was Taylor like 10 years ago, I would say, then I would be like, oh, my God, I would be 19. Um... We're old. We're old. We're a couple old ladies. But I probably would have chose, my insecure self would have chose to be able to, like, listen to people's thoughts because I always Mm. think that people think badly of, or, like, poorly of me or hate me or or just being, like, distrustful or whatever. Um, 
Or, you know, like, if I was single and I would be like, okay, like, does that boy have a crush on me? Kind of thing. You know, oh, like, what yeah. do they think? And then that would just go down a terrible, terrible spiral say. downfall. Um, but, no, like, now Taylor at 29 years old, my prime 29 years old, <laughs> I would have to pick in- invisibility because of my anxiety. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, in the same sense that I just described it, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want you to see me. Or, like, you were explaining with you had trouble with that coffee. Like, if you were just, oh. like, fucking around with it. That big box of Dunkin' Donuts, you, you tell it. Okay, so at jury duty, bless their hearts, they gave us uh, Dunkin' coffee. And it's in, like, the catering boxes. And I've never used a, that specific prototype before. <laughs> prototype? <laughs> Ooh, look at words. Ooh. Uh, vocabulary. <laughs> um, Next level. <laughs> but, like, the structure of it, I've never used it before. Normally, it's, like, a standing box where there's, like, a, I think it's called a spigot. Ooh, I like that word. A spigot where, like, you pull the nozzle and then, the, like, a, wa- a water cooler, you yeah. know, and then, the, 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 then you hold something down and then it releases the yeah. liquid and then you get to shut it off. I thought it was that. So I'm, like, trying to play around with it. The lady next to me, she's like, it's just, just it's a screw cap. Just unscrew it. And, and it. I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I was scared. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was like... But that's what my anxiety does. It just it, uh-huh. it screws magnifies. with me, magnifies things, and it screws with me on the littlest things, yeah. like getting a cap of a coffee yeah. and pouring it into a cup. Exactly. I have the same fears too. Oh. And like I'll wait for someone else to do it first, just so I can see. Yes. Like I don't have a fear. Like you said, small like small fears. Yeah. I don't have a fear of big things like death or dying or no. anything like that. I have fears in like, oh my God, am I going to go down the wrong grocery aisle yeah. and now I have to go back? Yeah. And if you were invisible, no one would even no see one you. No one would see me. And then I would never have to like do my makeup or like care about what I wore. I could just be naked wherever I want to go. It would oh, be a little cold. I'd ideal. Co- ideal. Ideal situation. So invisibility is the way to go, I guess, huh? Yeah. I, I feel like a lot when I ask this question, like, in common conversations, because <laughs> sometimes you just, I don't know. Well, yeah, and you don't want to talk about the weather. You're like, oh, what are your childhood traumas? Exa- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love pulling weird questions like this out of my back pocket. But, like, a lot of people, especially guys, say that they want to fly. Yeah. I'm it's because like, they oh, want to be free. They don't want to be, they're, they're like, God, I'm so, like, ball and chain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when they start to get a little bit of, like, uncomfortable or, like, commitment or, like, oh, my God, that girl might like you or something. They're like, if I could just take off into the air and fly out of here. Or if you could just, like, reciprocate the feelings. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, well, okay. So Woo-hoo. next episode is kind of, we... Again, we really want to do the the Earth is flat, the flatter theory yeah. for next episode. So that might be it, or maybe we're kind of teasing you. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, Ooh what could it be? Keeping them on the edge of their seats. Ooh, maybe you'll just have to tune in and find out. Or are we gonna? Maybe we'll talk about dating and relationships in that episode. Maybe we'll put out another poll, which means that you're gonna have to interact with us. So yeah. maybe we'll do that and see which one they want to hear: the dating or the flat Earth. Yeah, we'll do that. I'll do that today. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that being said, thank you to everybody that listens, supports, messages. Honestly, I know it sounds cheesy, but it really does mean a lot. It really, really does. There's nothing better than, like, support to people that are putting themselves out there. Yeah, like how – it's tough. It's it's really tough, and you don't know if people are going to take to it, and it's – the anxiety sets in, and you're like, oh, my God, people are judging me. But the amount of people that are on our side and aren't judging us, it really makes us feel good. 
Yeah. Because, again, we're already judging ourselves, so, like, you don't have to. Yeah, like, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to leave you today. Follow us on Instagram, Anxious Aliens Podcast. Same thing on Twitter, Facebook. Mm. Um, Yeah. Just all of it. Listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on Anchor.fm. We're trying to get on Apple. But, okay, until then, listen to us on those platforms and stay tuned for next week. And stay woke. Love you. Love you. Bye.